When last we left our hero, she had successfully infiltrated the Goblin Castle, leaving a trail of bloody bodies in her wake. She made her way down to the depths of the castle, to the dungeon, where she finds a dragon. Within its hoard lays her prize, the cask of Amontillado. A wine so fine, some consider it divine. What do you do? What do I what do I see in this dungeon other than the cask? Um, well, the cask is amid a vast hoard of gold and silver and jewels and gold ornate statues and 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 other works of art, and atop this lies a chromatic dragon, seemingly sleeping. All right. So, do I see any other exits? In this room. There are two exits beyond the dragon, yes. I'm going to send uh, my badger Kingsley, and I'm going to tell him telepathic- telepathically run and make as much noise as you can towards that exit. We will meet at the tree where we first stopped, and he'll, he'll know what I mean. <laughs> so he, with that, he, he acknowledges... Runs down the hall, um, runs to like the hall that supposedly leads out. For all you know, it does. It might not. Mm-hmm. Um, but as he makes his noise to create a distraction, he takes off down the hall, and without an effort in the world, the dragon uses its fire breath and shoots it down the hall, and the telepathic link, link that you shared with Kingsley is severed forever. Ah. Now my baby boy. I smell you, Ranger. Come, speak with me a while, for I grow so lonely amongst my vast treasure. So being super pissed off that this guy just, like, killed my lifelong friend, I say, why would I want to hold conversation with you when you just killed my kin? And I notch an arrow and I shoot it at his eye. Aiming for the eyeball? Eyeball. Okay, roll attack. It's going to be a 23 to hit. <laughs> Damn. Right. Yeah. Bink! It bounces off the eyelid. What the <laughs> At last you've revealed yourself. Now is time for your demise. Part two of our D and D episode. Um, our first episode, we we brought you a little bit of intro 
to the history of D&D and a little bit of what kind of killed D&D. This one we're going to get into more of some backstory on, on Joe and mine's like D&D campaigns. Um, a little bit of what he's ran, a little bit of what we're, we're playing currently. like our first fucking campaign <laughs> your npc the first npc that yeah. you guys came up with bark we had bark, bark. and then we had uh we had jaqueline who was our jaqueline fuck yeah elf. fuck yeah came back for the final session oh dude that's gonna be a thing that we're gonna go into too and then we had uh jaywall who was our barbarian in the loincloth nope no jaywall wasn't original well i know he He's wasn't not original OG. but he came he came in no he was a paladin at first Oh, Remember, this he was Storm Shield. Yeah, he, he was, was Storm Shield. Shield. And we didn't even we didn't even mention the halfling because I'm I was I was this Lita, <laughs> I was Lita the Green stoner Bottle. halfling druid. She was rad as shit. She invented mustard. I invented mustard. She told an innkeeper to grind up a mustard seed and add vinegar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and put it on your sandwiches, bro, because it will sell like a motherfucker. But I, I told, told you to roll like a nature check, and you roll like a natty twenty. And I was like. People come from miles around to eat the sandwich. Oh, you invented the sandwich too. I did invent the, the sandwich. The sandwich and mustard. I said, grab grab two pieces of bread, put some meat, put some cheese, put some of this mustard in there. First you take the gram. <laughs> then you put the chocolate on the gram. Then you roast the mala. Gotta roast it. When the mala's flaming. No. Yeah. You yeah. basically did that. And and see that is what we mean by you can literally do what the hell you want. Right. If if the dice are in your favor. Well, shit, you even have the rule of cool, um, and this is a little secret that most DMs don't like to say, but you have the rule of cool, and that's why we have the DM screen up, so you can't see what the fuck we're doing back there. Which is nothing, because I've been behind the DM screen, and I'm like, all right, sure, do whatever, but have when, fun in this inn. When you have somebody come up with something cool, and they don't roll as well as they should, and you roll higher, it is okay to fudge that fucking roll. If it's going to make for an epic goddamn moment that people talk about, you know, years later. I.e. my mustard sandwiches. Mustard. <laughs> um, that, that's the cool. And, that, and that's really so like one of the things people ask me was like, well, how do you win? And the, it's cheesy. But the real answer is, did you have fun? Yeah, and and that's kind of like what like when you when you ask me that I'm like no like was the night enjoyable because did I waste the last four hours of your life? Yeah, and 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 we'll go we'll we'll probably go into this a little bit later, but um, we have campaigns that have lasted two years. Mm-hmm. We have campaigns that last two nights. We have campaigns that last one night. So if you had fun. 
for those two to four to six hours playing D&D. That's how you win. Because you don't, I mean, like Joe said, your character can die. But did your character die in a way that, like, was super fucking rad and you're not no. sad about it? No, it wasn't super fucking <laughs> rad and yes, I am sad about it. Fuck <laughs> you, Tim. Still bitter about that. And poor Jason didn't know what to do at the time. He was like, I don't know, Joe. I only know Tim at this table. And Joe is throwing a legitimate fit. I did. I threw a fit. I definitely <laughs> did throw a fucking fit. But no, if, if you had fun, if you if you enjoyed that, and if you want to spread that D&D knowledge or that, you know, that night that you had, if you want to tell somebody about it, that's how you win D&D, I feel. 100%. Because 100%. Our, our campaign... <laughs> yeah! I'll, I'll take a drink for that. Hell yeah! Because um, the, the three-year campaign that Joe ran for us for a really long time, um, did we win? I mean, there was no, like, grand exit for any I'll tell you, you didn't win that little alien that you put a fucking arrow through his head. <laughs> Dude was just coming out for help. He was enslaved. <laughs> you know what? Don't fucking sneak up on me, man. Uh, but no, it, it, the, the, the three-year campaign that Joe ran, um, there was no grand exit for our characters. There was no... You know, like tr- no, no, there no, no. wasn't a grand exit because you talked yourself out of the final fucking battle. There was no like trumpets blaring and like you guys get you blaring. get a castle and blaring. You get a castle. You get a castle. You get a castle. Kind of thing. It was. We can pick this up if you guys ever want to play this again. And, and oh, we will. Oh, we, we will. will. I already know what I'm going to do next time. Because I love that character. Because like my original druid character. Long story. Anyway, so. Did you win D&D? That's how you win. Is you I, can I think, still talk about it and you want to make a podcast episode about D&D. Yeah. Well, I, 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 and I would say that we all won because I, I felt, I'm not going to lie, I was getting burnt out. Yeah, I know you wanted, I know you wanted to play. It wasn't so much play, but I was just getting worried. The main focus of the campaign was lost. We were not on that track and I had no yeah. idea how to get us back. Not that I wanted to railroad you into something, but we were all lost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was frustrating, not to mention all my D&D stuff got stolen out of my car, Twice. and then my car got stolen with my new D&D stuff in it, and it still took me a year to fucking throw in the towel. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, yeah, and I wanted to play, but I felt we all won when we had a character return that had stopped playing for like a year. And all I had to do was shoot her a text and be like, hey, would you mind showing up for the last episode and surprising everybody? Don't tell anybody. And she was like, fuck yeah. And then I was going to be like, hey, I was like, hey, do you need me to help? Because you guys are like level 12 now. And she was like, yeah, I might need your help. And then I was like, okay, well, we could like meet at a bar or something. And she was like, nope, YouTube, got it. But bam, bam. <laughs> and no, she, she fell right the fuck into it. Um, still had her dice. It was it was it was fucking cool. I that last night will forever be in my memory as yeah. like one of the most rad nights. She was waiting in her car drinking wine, <laughs> waiting for you guys. You guys wouldn't fucking shut up and just do what you needed to do. And and if you knew who this was, Jackie. Yeah, you would you would know that she goes through some wine in a D and D session. Girl drinks the wine. 
Um, but no, that was that was seriously like I almost cried. Like that's how happy I was. Oh yeah, that, like, I think she... everybody did. Jason did. Tim, Tim did. And, and Tim was the one that I was like, oh man, he's like super stoked. Because oh, like Jackie and I like dick around during D and D, and Joe hated it. Joe hated it so I, much. I used to. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was that substitute teacher. <laughs> but Jackie and I like had like a really fun like dynamic during D and D, and then when she she stopped playing with us, it was, I mean, it was still fun because we we brought Jason into it and um, Jeremy. And then eventually we brought oh, Jeremy. Jeremy into had it. no idea who she was. No. <laughs> But, but like, Jackie and I had that, like, hey, we're the only girls playing D&D, and this is so cool kind of thing. Um, so when she left, it was, it was kind of a bummer, but when she came back, I was like, my character has no idea who the fuck you are, but, like, me as a human, I am so excited that it, you're it, back. I, 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 I th- that was my crowning achievement, well, other than killing you and Jason. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll probably get into that, yeah. but... Uh, but yeah, I felt we all. Long story short, <laughs> how do you win D and D? Conversations like this. Conversation, and but I mean, I think if you guys can hear the passion and the love we have for everything that just fucking happened, mm-hmm. and it's not just that; it's the stupid shit that happens. Right. Um. I don't have a point to make. <laughs> I can't think of a single time you guys just said, "Oh." Oh, you can think of plenty of times we... Yeah. So, like, when the new paladin tries to wave his dick at the big bad, and the mm-hmm. big bad goes, you don't have a dick anymore. And the paladin doesn't have a fucking dick in his... in between his legs anymore? He doesn't have a dick in his pants. Or in the box. <clears throat> or in a box. He has dick no in a dick box. anywhere. That um, was super funny, but that also, I think... It's also a way for DMs to be like, you want to fuck with me, boy? Well, that's what I'm saying. It taught Jason a lesson. I'm God. What was my name? Joden. Joden Allfather. Allfather. Also known as the Great Old One. But it was so, so like funny. Two gods. So so then that brings up another point when <laughs> So Jason's paladin, long story short, uh he dies. Um and Jason's like, I want to re roll another character. So Joe and, and Jason do this thing and, and Jason comes up with a sailor. A sailor barbarian. Sailor barbarian. And his... Basically a Viking. <laughs> yeah. His uh, his god chief that he... Chief deity, wor- yeah. Chief deity is, is Jodin, the Allfather. And it's so... It was, like, so fucking funny. Because he goes from this paladin who's, like, waving his dick. Like, basically... Which is fucking... It's like, paladins don't wave dicks. Like, they're, right. they're, they're not those right. people, yeah. <laughs> and so Jason's character goes from, like, waving his dick... To worshiping the Jodin, the All Father who took his dick, which was I just thought it was so funny. Let it be known that Jodin, All Father, will grant inspiration die to anyone that brings Cheetos to the table. Which I did that. I would send out text be like, "If you guys bring Red Bull, like you get inspiration die. I don't give a shit." Or snacks. Or snacks. 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 Um. So yeah, that's 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 how you win D and D is is you you make a podcast episode about shit you've done in D&D. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think we should get back on track. Let's Absolutely. Let's railroad this. Let's go from open world to railroad. Okay. Um, Here's a funny story. Um, oh, God, Mom. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't say the fun fact, but there it is. So drink up. Um funny story so my mom god bless my mother um her beautiful catholic soul yes 
I was over there one day, and and this was when Joe was like, like we were hitting D and D hard, and Joe was over there printing everything, and he had all of his his books saved and and all of that stuff on on the on my parents' computer. Wasn't it was on my Google Drive? Oh, one hundred percent. I left my Google Drive open. Yes, and <laughs> it's not where I keep my porn. So thank God. Yeah. Um, so I went over there one day cause my, my mom wanted help printing like a recipe or something like that. So I, I was over there on the computer and she, <laughs> she sees that Joe's Google drive is open and there's all these D and D spell books. No, you know what one it is? Which one? There's only one spell book on there. Which one? It's the Harry Potter Quidditch beer pong tournament thing. There you go. Remember we did that yep. for Geneva's Christmas party? Yes. So again further tangent even though i try to railroad us again um so our my one older cousin on my dad's side geneva she's my big sister love g um she was having a christmas party and she's a huge harry potter nerd loser and um and she was like hey we're gonna play quidditch beer pong so but we're all gonna not we're not gonna pick teams we're all gonna play on our house teams Mm -hmm. so she made everybody if you if there's one thing about our family, we go bigger, we or we go home. Yeah. So she had everybody like go to the sorting hat and re fucking test into houses and all this other bullshit. Right. And she was talking to me about it, and I had just moved back. I don't think I had a job yet. Nope. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna I go s- to mom and dad. <laughs> I see you, Geneva. I'll raise you. How about we give bonuses, different bonuses to every house. Mm-hmm. So I did that. So I, and and I and of course I printed it out in color and bound it and gave it to her, but it was the Hogwarts Quidditch Beer Pong tournament um spellbook. Yeah. So all you can see on the little thumbnail on the Google Drive is spellbook with like the the shield behind it, but you really can't tell it's the Hogwarts shield. That's what mom saw. Yeah, so mom mom saw that and and I was she over there. She saw it? She saw it. And she was all mad, huh? She, she was all concerned, yo. <laughs> That's all Corona, bro. Um. Anyway, so she saw that and she's like, "I need to talk to you about something." And I was like, "Okay, mom, what, what's going on?" She's like, "I'm con- I'm I'm like really worried about your brother." And I was like, "What? What did Joe do now? Fuck! Is it his drinking? Is it his self-loathing? <laughs> right. Is it his depression? <laughs> Is it his beard? Because apparently you hate that." Um. She made me fucking. <laughs> But anyway, so I was like, yeah, mom, what's going on? What, what, what did you see in Joe since he's living with me and I didn't see it? And she was like, no, check this out. And so she she points out this spell book and all of D- Joe's D&D monos and stuff that he's been printing. And I was like, mom, that's a that's a game. <laughs> that's a game that we're playing, mom. And so she was like, oh, so it's not like any, like he's not like, like doing witchcraft or anything like that? No, mom, no. Like that's it. As much as he Joe doesn't believe in anything. Yeah, as much as Joe is printing out all this D and D stuff. Do you think I'm a I'm into witchcraft for loving Harry Potter? Like what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is going on? So it's, I mean, that's kind of like the mindset that this satanic panic kind of oh, yeah. had. One hundred percent. They saw these things that they didn't understand, and that their religion tells them is really bad, and then they were like. Oh, well, it, I mean, it, it costs. So that's one thing that um, you have to have a good DM. 
you have to have a DM that can basically fumble their way through four or five different people coming at you saying, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this, but also kind of trying to stay on... Hurting cats. It's literally yeah. hurting cats. <laughs> trying to stay on this this one campaign that you have planned out because you have spent all of this time planning out the story, figuring out the, the mechanics for everything. But... I will, I will, and I'm not, I'm not blowing smoke up my brother's ass because, like, he's my big brother, but, like, I will say that a lot of times during our D&D campaigns, like, he has written some shit, and I don't even know if it was written or if it was just, like, off-the-cuff bullshit. No, my best stuff, and I can say this, and this is me blowing smoke up my own ass, <laughs> because like Marilyn Manson, I've removed two ribs. There you go. Um... No, uh, I will say that some of my best shit was improv. No, and you guys put me in a corner. That was, yeah. Yeah. So, so Joe is referencing a time where he he we had to go to an alternate dimension where the Avengers are a thing, and we had to go take the Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity Gauntlet from Thanos, and Black Widow sacrificed herself. But, like, me and Black Widow were, like, doing this, like, cool, like, badass chick thing. Where it was we the like, Ranger and the Rogue, and they were, like, fucking, yeah. oh, we're going to bound and be sneaky. Yeah, we're going to do all this shit, and we're going to do this, like, fucking Scarjo is just looking all hot in a fucking <laughs> cat suit and shit. And I'm just looking like a weirdo with my Hobbit <laughs> hair. And no, you were not. Oh, you were a Hobbit Ranger, I was, yeah. Yeah, I was a halfling Ranger. Um... But no, like, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, like, Black Widow and I were fucking doing this shit. And then Joe, of course, killed Black Widow with the Infinity. Well, I, that Infinity. was Jeremy's fault because Jeremy was the rogue and was supposed to. And I had described. <laughs> Jeremy as a rogue is so funny. I had described that the floor was fucking booby trapped. He's like, well, I'll just jump down. This is a, this is a little tip. Whenever the DM. Awkward D&D moment number 286, hitting on my brother who's playing Velma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that. It, was, it was so good. Um, but no, uh, I... <laughs> You you can become an animal that you have seen, which in that case we hadn't seen a whole lot of big animals, so I I could have become a like a squirrel or. Like she a wasn't bat. even thinking. Don't let her fucking fool you. She wasn't even thinking that far ahead. No, I did. I did one time. I became a small animal. One uh, time. I don't, I don't one time I did. Uh, but druids can be become animals, and if if you listen or watch Critical Role, you guys will know about. Um, just give me a look. We're gonna stop that. No, I'm just waiting oh. for you to fucking answer the question that you or finish your sentence. Oh, okay. I was like, I didn't ask a question. Um. Goddamn it! What was her name? Keely. Keyleth. Keyleth. Uh, if you guys watch or listen to Critical Role, Keyleth played a pretty, pretty good druid, I think, for the most no, part. No, she didn't. No. <laughs> she was actually garbage. She was, like, the worst part about season one. 
for about half the season. Yeah. And then she kind of thinks she kind of started taking it seriously until she died. Right. And then she died and then she We're basically gods. No. And then you land on rocks, you fucking idiot. I'm joking. I Well, I mean, I'm not joking. She was the one that it, I think it took her the longest to get her character. Um, but yeah. Yeah, and, and it took me a, a bit to figure out what the fuck a But I'll tell you was. what. She's a badass monk now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Boo. Um, but it took me a while to figure out a druid. So if, if you're learning D&D, I wouldn't recommend a druid as your first class. Actually, you know what? Fuck that. You do what the fuck you want. It just some some um, some classes require a little bit more like research and study to understand how they're played. Yeah, Um, because there are harder than others. Yeah, like monk, fighter, barbarian, but even barbarians kind of hard just because you get a lot of boosts when you're raging. Mm -hmm. Um, Druid is an easy spellcaster. Is an easier spellcaster. Wizards decently hard. but yeah, like it's 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 it. You play whatever. Yeah, the hell whatever you want. whatever you're drawn to for sure. But like I learning as a a, a new player and druid was a little bit. Difficult. And as far as like real world druids are concerned, um, Hufflepuffs I would call <laughs> druids. Yeah, because um, they're all about growing shit and that you know just like more like the plant based magic. Um, also Radagast. Yes. From the Hobbit. Mm-hmm. He's definitely a fucking druid. Lives out there by himself with all the animals. Got fucking bird shit running down his head. Um, smoking goddamn... Or, no, I think uh, um, Gandalf makes fun of him for eating the mushrooms. Yep. Yep. They've slowed your mind. Which is which is why I was... I'm pretty sure I was drawn to druid when I first started playing D&D. Um, was the, the Hufflepuff background and, and my character was a halfling druid who was like a halfling stoner that was obsessed with eating and making sure that the world just wanted to hug each other basically was my character. Wrong um, party to be in. <laughs> which in my party they were not all about that especially our dragonborn. No. I hate wealth. Oh my god. You went bald one time? I went bald. You I, were flying? I you just started flying. to float? I hate wild magic. Hate um, so uh, a little bit of context here. Um, the original party was sucked into the di- the Doom dimension. So they went. They were playing the game Doom. They mm-hmm. were in the Doom game. Pixelated and everything. Yeah. It was long. And I described it to them. like, what the fuck did you mean? <laughs> I knew. Um, but... Um, but every time, because it was another um, level of existence, another universe, another realm of reality, every time somebody cast a um, a spell of any kind, it didn't matter if you're a wizard or anything, I had them roll to see if something adverse happened. And nine times out of ten, it did. Yeah. Being a druid, where most of your attacks um, are spells... You cast a spell, and then Joe was like, okay, roll to hit, roll damage, now roll a d10. No, 2d10. Mm-hmm. And uh, give me the total of those 2d10. So I would, and then he was like, yeah. Well, as be- a percentage die and a d10. Yeah. So <laughs> you being a halfling and having hair all over your body, including your feet, 
you go completely bald. All of your hair is gone. So we we were playing with Lego. <laughs> we were playing with Lego minis at the time, and I just took my hair off of my Lego mini. <laughs> <laughs> I was so sad. And then you bought a beanie. I did. <laughs> I bought a beanie at the next town. When last we left our hero, she witnessed her familiar, her best friend, Kingsley, burnt to the proverbial crisp. Since then, she has successfully dodged every attack that the dragon has thrown at her, and she finds herself within arm's length of the cask. What do you do? So I'm going to run at the cask. I'm going to take a running start, run at the cask. I'm going to scoop it up, and I'm going to run towards an exit as fast as I can. Okay, uh, give me a dex check. 19. (sighs) All right, so with that, you make it almost to the door you're headed for. But again... You are overtaken by his fire breath, and that's going to hit you for 23 points of damage. That's going to leave me with three HP left. So I'm still alive. I'm still in it. Okay. Um, so you, you're hit with that, that, um, that fire breath. You actually land on the other side of a pillar, um, offering you like temporary relief from the uh, onslaught of attacks. Um, and it grants you a little bit of time before your inevitable death. All right. Noticing that I have nowhere else to go, I'm just going to get fucking drunk and I'm going to drink from the cask. You're just going to pop it open and drink right there? Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. So you pop the cork and you take a few sips straining against the sides of the cask because it's kind of big, especially mm-hmm. for your your hobbit body. Halfling, sorry. Um, so when you take your sip, um, you feel divine energy engulf you. And you say to the god of death, nevermore. And you spring up, full hit points restored. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, noticing that the cask kind of did something for me, um, I'm going to notch an arrow and dip the tip. (laughs) That's what she said. I'm going to dip, no, that's not what she said. I'm going to dip the tip in the cask and, uh, shoot again at the dragon. Okay. All right. Uh, roll, roll attack. Cool. It's a 25 to hit. 25 to hit. All right. Okay. So with that and the divine energy pumping through not only you, but also uh, coated on your arrow, you actually, your arrow lands true, striking him square in the chest. Uh, what was the damage on that? Uh, looks like it's going to be a 16. 16 damage. All right. Okay. So, so with six. 16, um, the dragon starts to writhe around in pain. Oh, my heart. My 
Telltale heart. You have wounded me, and I swear by Lenore that you can run further than the raven flies. But I will find you, and I will eradicate you from existence. You will hear his cries as you flee the dungeon, ready to return your prize to your employer, the noble and recluse Lord E.A. Poe. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope we've at least sparked your interest to go do further research on this game we like to call Dungeons & Dragons. There are similar games. There's tons of similar games out there. Um, You have Warhammer, um, which is a tabletop, but it's more like mass combat. You have Pathfinder. You have um, a ton others. Uh, So visit your local... uh... Raining. Yeah, it's raining outside. Um, so visit your local game store. Um, go talk to them. Like I said, they're usually there are some pretentious fucking nerds out there. And if you know, <laughs> fuck them. Uh, but if you live in Albuquerque, New Mexico, go to Etten Games. Absolutely. Um, over I there in the Hoffman Town Shopping Center, they are fucking rad as shit. Yes. They are very nice. Um, I walk there in there and like they gym. know you by name. Yeah, they still know me. Yeah. I like walk in there and like gym clothes, and they're like, "Hey, dude, what's up?" Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I felt, like, very self-conscious coming in here into this place dressed like... Like, not a nerd. Not like <laughs> I should be coming into this place. Right. But, um, but, yeah, we hope you enjoyed this. We hope we sparked your interest. If you have any fucking questions... Please. Please let us know. Don't um, hesitate to ask. Email us. Slide into those DMs. Add us on Twitter. Whatever is easier for you to communicate with us. Um... We would really appreciate any questions that you have. And if we can spark your interest in this game that we love, we just want to spread the love. We right. just want to spread the love of this fucking game. This game is legit. <laughs> um, it, it, it sucked me in, and I've only been playing for three years. And, and I'm hooked. I love it. I, I want to run campaigns. I want to be, as, I want to be a part of, of as many campaigns as I, I physically can, even though I'm putting so many projects on my plate. Um, but no, this this... This game that my brother has introduced to my life has been fucking fantastic. And I'm just trying to, like, put it out there as much as I can. My turn? Yes. (laughs) Go ahead. And that being said, talking about multiple campaigns and stuff like that. I'm just giving you shit, so. I know. I'm just giving you shit. Um, But no, uh, with that being said, with the multiple, it was just, like, three times I thought she was done talking. And I was like... (gasps) <gasps> oh shit that happens to me every episode if you can hear it yeah um but no start that again <laughs> speaking of multiple campaigns um so what we're thinking is that i'm going to run a few campaign or a few sessions small campaign maybe the span of a month maybe two months of people that want to play so if you're in the local albuquerque area Please hit us up and let us know if you are willing, one, and two, what nights you're free. Um, I know Selena, I would really love her to be there, but I know she has to wake up super early in the morning, so she might not be able to. Um, And even if you're not in the Albuquerque area, we might be able to Skype you in. I don't know how the fuck that works because I've never done online fucking gaming like that, but we'll make it goddamn work, Um, Selena. Um, (laughs) 
But uh, but yeah, so I hope that you saw the Instagram video that I put up earlier uh, a few days ago about that call to arms, basically. Yeah, no, it would be super rad. Like uh, like Joe was saying, sorry, I don't want to interrupt you. But, oh, you, yeah, no, you, you weren't. You weren't. Um, you're good. I wake up super early, but like I would love to play with you guys if you guys are are into playing. Like Joe said, a month to two months. Um, I would be more than happy to shit, be a part fuck, of that. Man, if that shit takes off and you guys are fucking committed, we can we can make this thing a thing. Right. Um, but basically, I'm just trying to introduce you, not trying to get too in depth. What I want to do is introduce you like the, the basic D and D monsters, like the big ones that you always hear about. My the manticores, the goblins, the bugbears, the owlbears, the, uh, the shambling mounds. My favorite monster of all time, the gelatinous fucking cube. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mimics, mind flares, yeah, everything. Yeah, and just to introduce you to that, um, have some good time, maybe drink some good beers, and uh, and, yeah, and, and, like and you nerd said, out for a little bit. You don't, you don't have to be in town. You, you can be um, out of town. If, if you're listening to this in uh, D.C., if you're listening to this in Vegas, if you're listening to this in Japan... Uh, we would be more than happy to figure out a time. They're asleep when we're awake. I know. And we're awake when they're asleep. But maybe in the, on the weekends we can figure something out. <laughs> okay. Um, but we would be more than happy to figure out um, some, some, some way to Skype you in um, and, and, and to teach you um, how to make a character, how to do basic gameplay, how to do basic combat, all of that stuff. Um, so if you have any questions, like I said, slide into those DMs, figure it out. Prepreze. <laughs> and with that, How my do we end an episode? beautiful fucking people, I think this is the only time that we've known when to end it. Yeah. So I will be doing that. I will be signing off for myself, for my little sister. We are... Much ado about nerding. Nerdy on, Sal. Nerdy on, Joe. Farewell, my beautiful people. Please have a good week. And may the maker be with you. May the maker be with you. Always.